let's uh, let's begin. We're gonna we're gonna Hashem do. I think we've done this already. Probably probably come out for a year already. So we've done this before Yom Tovim, where we take a break from the Regalatani share, and it works out very nicely that we're smacking between Perak Tess and Perak Yud. And what we're gonna see is obviously connected to what we've been learning in Tanya for the past nine Prakim. You know everything in Torah, Om Kudat Torah, and everything in everything in Torah is connected to really what we've been learning. But we'll see that it's very heavily connected. And uh, again, we've been doing this for a while already to try to learn something from Chasidus Chabad, but something related relating to and preparing us for the Antif. And obviously, it's going to be more of a Klimistik Indian, something a little bit more tief, something a little bit deeper than just probably a lot of the Torah that we've heard before. But hopefully, give us a little bit of a deeper explanation into what Chanukah is. I was just I was just mentioning by the share I was just giving right before that Chanukah is the Antif. We are. If you don't tap into the Panimis of Yantif, then there's nothing to Yantif. It's a very, either very Chitanistic Yantif or there's nothing to Yantif because the amount of Asiya on Yantif of Hanukkah is very, very minimal. Lighting the menorah does not take very long. Again, you can light it for very long, but it doesn't take very long to light. That's in the, the mitzvah of Hatlaka can take you 60 seconds. You, cut, you crack off the top of the pre made, you know, pre made glasses and you light it and he ate the whole thing and he ate I, I just mentioned also, I mentioned this to elephant when I was talking to him as an Eretz Yisrael. My brother had somebody in his Dira. Brisco asked him if he can. Uh, the guy was lying in bed and was a little bit too lazy to get out of bed on Hanukkah and asked my brother if my brother could be his shliach to light the manure for him. Mm. You know, <laughs> you, can, you can get away with very, very minimal. It's not building a sukkah, it's not Pesach, it's not, you know, it's not shvusting up the whole night. It's, the whole thing takes 10 seconds. And uh, it's, it's Yantif, which obviously automatically points, is a very, very strong pointer to the fact that there has to be a lot of depth to it because it's a Yantif, which is a fundamental Yantif. And the Yom Tovim of Hanukkah and Purim specifically are Yom Tov, which have a tremendous amount of depth. And in a way, the Baltani explains it, Mitzvah Storabana, it's even higher than Mitzvah Storabana. And again, it's all smoothing for another time, but, but there has to be a lot, a lot there. And we have to squeeze the, squeeze the olive to get at the oil, because it's the only way you're going to get to anything. The Teres Anister and Teres Achasidas, I think we mentioned this last week, is compared to Shemen. It's from Gedeshim compared to Shemen, to oil. And therefore, obviously, the Yom Tov of Hanukkah, which is the Yom Tov of Shemen Zayas, is obviously going to be very heavily connected to Pneum Yisatera, and that's our job, is to try to get the, the Shemen Zayas out of the, out of the Zayas. The Zayas is something which is Kashla Shecha, it's Chitonius, to be able to squeeze it and to try to get that Shemen, which represents the Chachma, and to try to, uh, you know, really, really get to the, to the depth of the Yantiv. So I, I just, I'm going to begin with a few shalas, not, we'll see the Baltan himself has a few shalas, just a few shalas that he really deals with, maybe not in a, in a direct in a direct way, but shalas that we'll deal with um, throughout this Mimer. So the, 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 obviously, we're going we're gonna to have to talk about the concept of Neiris. I was having a discussion with somebody today about the Neiris and sitting in front of the Neiris and looking at the Neiris. And obviously, we know that the Neiris Shem Nishmas Adam, but the Baltani will explain it to us on a much deeper level what, it, what exactly it means. What does a Neir? What does a Neir represent? What, is, what, is the, what does the flame represent? What are we supposed to be thinking about when we prepare the candles? Right? There's an Avayda Vachanas Neiris. So, what are we supposed to be thinking about? What does the wick represent? What does the oil represent? What does the flame represent? The different parts of the flame. Baltani will talk about that just so we have a little bit of understanding in. Exactly, what the uh, what the avoda is, and, and and second of you know the second thing that we find by Hanukkah, which is an interesting thing, is that the the ikr makam of hadlaka is dafka lamata and we know that the svaramakadoshim talk about the fact that the gemara in Sukkot daf hey says that ba'olam the shechina is never yoyed lamata me'asara, and Hanukkah is the exception to the rule, but the, the shell is still the shell is still a good shayla, which means the gemara says la'olam that the shechina doesn't go lamata me'asara, so if it doesn't go lamata me'asara. So what happens in Hanukkah? How is it Chayach in Hanukkah that it does come to Matamei Sarah? If the Metzius is that the Shechina never goes to Matamei Sarah, so then you can't tell me that Hanukkah is the one exception to rule. It says, it doesn't go to Matamei Sarah. So what exactly, what exactly is, is the Maila of Hanukkah that allows that to happen? And how does it still fit with the rule of Chazal that that the Shechina never goes to Matamei Sarah? And, and obviously that's a very fundamental point because every Yantif is big. But if this is the Yantif that's the exception to the rule, this is the one Yantif that allows the Ur of the Shechina to come down you have to bend down when you're lighting because his mom is coming, it's going to tell us something very fundamental about what the avoida of the neiris is, what the avoida of the menorah, which is placed and really more, much more, much on a much larger scale, what the avoida of, what the avoida of, uh, of Hanukkah is. When it comes to the nace also, and again, we probably discussed this last year in a different context. When it comes to the nace, we find that the nace of Hanukkah, talk about Sinem Kippur also, we spoke about this, find that the nace of Hanukkah happened with a Pach Shal Shemen, like the Maran Shabbos says, they found a Pach Echad Shal Shemen that had the Chesamay Shal Kayin Gadol. And, and it, that, that idea is something that we're used to and, and we take as a, as a Dever Pashat, but it's an idea which is bad, it's my very modern idea. What does it mean that they found a Pach Shemen with the Chesamay Shal Kayin Gadol? That was the Kayin Gadol's job. We don't find it anywhere in Chazal that the Kayin Gadol had any job to seal up. So I'm saying, why, why, what's the shot that the, the Kain Gadol, suddenly this is the one Pach, and 
Obviously, if he found that that's the way it was sealed, then that has to be something which tells us a, a tremendous amount about what Hanukkah is. It tells us about what the Pach Shalshaman is, that it was Dafka Chaisim, it was Dafka sealed with Chaisamash Shalkayin Gadol. Well, why not the regular Kayin? Why not a regular person? The point is that it's tar. So, what's this Indian that Dafka, the Kayin Gadol, gets involved? And obviously, the Kayin Gadol has to do with the Menorah, but why does the Pach Shalshaman have to be sealed with Chaisamash Shalkayin Gadol? Why is that Negev? It says we seal, say, no, it's tar. Right? But even in Befrat Tosis himself, when we mentioned this, Tosis turns out, it's Thomas Hesse, it had to be underground, and it was hidden under, let it be hidden underground, not without a seal, it's underground, it's obvious that nobody touched it, you'd be able to see from there, have to dig it up, then nobody touched it. What? There's episode in with the Kain Gadol taking place with Hanukkah, and the Shadal is, some of the Kain Gadol, Kain Gadol is lighting it, as far as say that every year in his own house, when he's lighting the menorah, is a beginning of a Kain Gadol, the basic... A lot, of, a lot to do with the Kain Gadol, and the Shadal is, what, what's the mile of the Kain Gadol, and how does the Kain Gadol have to do with the nace specifically of of um, of what's it called? We'll also, see a little bit the, the Indian of the Yudkum Amidas Arachanim, which is probably also you know something Kedai to know that the knights represent the Yudkum Amidas Arachanim. So he's kind of finishing it up. Every night represents a different part. Even the bracha itself represents it. So we'll have to talk about also the, a strong kesher between, huh? So I said Zayis finishes up the finishes up the end of them. Yeah, they finish it up, and it's part of the mile of Zayis and the brachas itself also represent. So we'll see that you know a lot a lot to do with Yudkum Amidas Arachanim connected to. Connected to uh, the Hanukkah, Nachman himself said, Nachman writes in, in Lakut Imran, Nachman writes in Terezayin, in the second Echel of Lakut Imran, that there's a strong Kesher between Salach Na, between the, between the, the Kapara that a Yid gets on Yom Kippur and between Hanukkah. And what we'll have to see, obviously, from Nachman telling us that, obviously, there's a connection between the Yidikom and Salachna, between Salach Na, between the slicha that we get in Yom Kippur, which is really, that's the, that's the makar of the Yirgum Omidus HaRachimim. Meshem and I got to look because the Yirgum Omidus HaRachimim, because of the fact of the Chetah Egel. So we're going to see that there has to be a Kesher between Yom Kippur and Chanukah. You know, the Chanukah, Zeis Chanukah is the, is the Mamsh, the Gemara of everything that took place and Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, everything leads up to Zeis Chanukah. So we're going to have to connect the Yirgum Omidus HaRachimim to the concept of Chanukah. And obviously connected Kippur to Hanukkah and Sesame Chuvah to Hanukkah. So again, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see how much we're going to get there, but let's, uh, let, let's try to go through the Mimer as much as we could, and we're going to skip a, a, a chunk of it just so we can try to, try to get through as much of it as possible. So beginning on page Mem, Ice Mem, Ice Beis, and like we mentioned last time, we're learning Terah Ar, that it's, 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 it's Mem, Mem, this is, you know, this is Ahmed Mem, Mem Ahmed Beis. Right? This is called Ahmed Aleph, this is Ahmed Beis. We'll turn to the next page, Ahmed Gimel, Ahmed Gal, Ahmed Dalid. That's just the way, again, it's just the way to know. When anytime you see the Kutta Terra Terra reference, it goes up to Amadala, it just means how many columns there are. So we're on Mem Amid Beis, which means the first page of Mem, but the second column in Mem, the Pasuk, the Pasuk that he begins with is Ke'ata Neri Hashem, you are my Ner Hashem, and the, the word uses Havaya, Ve'havaya Yigei And the Rabbanu Shalalam will light up my darkness. Now it's a, it's a Pasuk in Shmuel Beis, which is Kamat, the same Pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk in Tehillim is, Lashon of the Pasuk in Tehillim is, the Pasuk in Tehillim is Ki'ata Neri Hashem Eleki Yegiyah Cheshki. So instead of saying the word Havaya twice, it says Elekai. It says Ki'ata Meir Neri Hashem. It puts in the actual word. Ki'ata Meir Neri Hashem. Then it puts in Elekai Yegiyah Cheshki. But the Pasuk in Shmuel Beis has the word Havaya twice. It says Ki'ata Neri Havaya. And then it says Ve'havaya Yegiyah Cheshki. That's the first kash the Balatani begins with. Lahavana kefal beis pamim. Havaya echon, havaya. Why does it say the word havaya twice? Let it say ki neiri, havaya, yigia cheshki. Right, let it say the word havaya twice. It's havaya twice in the Pazik. Vaha beis, why does it say twice? And the second shela is, vahavav, but they sevaz vav. Let it say ki neiri, havaya, havaya, yigia cheshki. If it's going to say the word havaya twice, what's the vav? The vav sounds like it's adding on to something before. You just mentioned Hashem. It's in Ke'ataneri Havaya. Havaya Yigicheshki. Don't say the word twice. And if you're going to say the word twice, don't put the vav over there. That's his first kasha. Hinexiv Nerashem Nishmas Adam. It also says Nerashem Nishmas Adam. Pirish. Shenishmasa Adam. Habalubeshes Beguf. Bechinis Nerashem Shem Havaya. That Nerashem Nishmas Adam means that the Neshama of a person is comparable to a Ner. That the Neshama, which is Malubesh and a Guf, is like the Ner. Lefi, Shekola Arba Isis, the Shem Avayim, Marumazas Bener. The four Isis of the Shem Avayim, the Yudke Vavke, are Marumas in the Ner. Vahainu, we are the Marumas in the concept of a Ner. It says Ner Havaya Nishmas Adam. That means the Ner of Avaya specifically. The Ner of Yudke Vavke is the Neshama. Why? Because there are four Chalakim in the, in the name Yudke Vavke, and there are four Chalakim in the Ner. Vahainu Arba Dvarm Shebener, Shem Shemen. Right, there's obviously the oil, there's the psila, the wick, the base gavne are. There's two types of light. 
in, in the candle. And again, you, you can look at this when you, when you light the candle tomorrow night. You look at this and actually be misbeinen on this a little bit. This arnohura, uchma, haneches bepsila, v'nehirichiyura, lamalamimenu. If you look closely at the, at, the, at the flame, you'll see there's two parts of the flame. There's really more than that, but he's focusing on specifically two parts. There's the black part of the flame, which means the inner part of the flame, the flame that's touching the wick. That's like the, it's the dark color. And then there's the lighter color, the more, the more, you know, the one that shines, the further one, that's the white light. So inside is the light that's actually touching the flame, touching, I'm sorry, touching the wick. That's sort of like a darker flame, more, more what he calls like a black, a black flame. And if you look a little bit further, then there's the actual, what we would call the flame, the fire. That's something that's bigger, not something that's shining. So there's two, there's four parts to the nerve. There's the shaman, there's the psila, and then there's the two parts of the actual fire. So when we say ner havaya nishmas adam, the pasuk means something very simple. Ner, the ner of havaya, which means the ner, which contains within it the yudke vavke, which contains within it four chalakim to the ner, is like the neshama, which also is going to have four chalakim to the neshama. Now he's not talking about nefesh ruach neshama chayichida. It's five chalakim. He's not talking about those. He's talking about something else. We'll see in a second what he's talking about. But ner havaya nishmas adam means that the ner is like havaya, and the ner is like the neshama. That there's a comparison between the four parts of the ner and the four parts of the actual neshama. So we have to understand. Now he just give us a chiddush. Now he says we have to understand exactly what are the four parts of the neshama that are going to be represented by the the ner. And the two types of the fire, the shaman and the psila, what are they, how do they represent it in the neshama? Gamlo have an Indian. Another thing we have to understand, Hanei Rishay B'mikdash, Ha'amar Razal, Chazal Sevichil Ha'iru Tzarech, right? What's the purpose of light in the menorah? To, to light up the base of Mikdash, a bunch of needs that are. Ela Eidus Ulebaya Olam Shashchin Ashri B'Sorol. It's Eidus to the world. This is the way of proving that the shechina shul will be Israel. But tzarich lavin, lama neiros dafka edus hashras shechina. Why are the why are the neiros any more of an edus than the mizbeach, than the katoiris, than anything else in the, in the shulchan, anything else in the, in the base of mikdash? Why dafka the neiros? How are the neiros more of an edus to the shechina shul be Israel more than anything else? Fine, those are his kashas that he begins with, and let, let's see a little bit inside, and then we'll we'll try to talk about it outside as well. Ache inyan hine, ache inyan who? The inyan is as following. Kihine or hameir. How does a flame, how does a, how does a fire work? The way a fire works is that there's a fire. How does the fire become a fire? By holding on to the wick, a fire can exist on its own. If a fire doesn't have a wick, so the fire is not a fire. So the fire needs to be, needs to grab on to be nechaz on the psila. And that's how the fire is able to, able to be lit. So you, you have the component of the fire. The fire by itself can't exist. Fire can't float around. Fire needs to be attached to a piece of wood, needs to be attached to a wick, needs to be attached to something which is going to be the psila, the, the keli, the item that's holding the fire. But the psila by itself, if you just light a wick and you don't have any oil on it, so what's going to happen? The wick's going to burn up. You take a piece of cotton and you light it on fire. What's going to happen is this cotton's going to, going to uh, get burnt up. It will light for a minute. It will light for a short amount of time, but it's going to get burnt up. It will be, it will be cover the color of the It will go out and it will get destroyed. That cotton will get destroyed very quickly. Not only will it light for a short amount of time, it won't light properly. It won't light nicely. It won't make a, it won't make a bright light if you just light a pile of cotton on fire. That's not how you're able to make it. So you need all components. You need all three components. You need, on the one hand, the fire, because that's the, that's the purpose. <laughs> but the fire by itself can exist. You need the flame. You need the, I'm sorry, the wick, because without the wick, the fire has nothing to hold on to. And you need the oil, because without the oil, then the fire is just going to go out very, in a short amount of time, and it won't be able to light properly. The oil is what causes, it's what causes the light to be a good light. That's able to create that beautiful white light, that beautiful shining light, the, 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 more, the, the larger light that's created is created through the oil. If you just light the, just light the wick, you would have that black fire. You'd have, you'd have just that fire which is just consuming the wick, but that big flame, that beautiful flame that shines and lights up the room, that you only have because you have the shaman. And through the psila, you have the black fire. So the psila, the wick creates the black fire, and the oil allows that bigger flame to be created, the flame that actually gives that beautiful white light, that shining light that shines in the room, that's created because of the oil that you have. Again, that's science. I think that's, that's basic once you think about the components to what creates a flame. There's the oil, there's the wick, and then there's the actual two parts of the flame. The psila is what creates the black part of the flame. 
And the oil is what creates the shiny, the more beautiful, the more radiant part of the flame. That's created through the oil, not the wick. Okay. Obviously, that's a mashal. That's like it by the slabshus of the neshama, the guf. When the neshama is inside of the guf, it's the same thing. The neshama is the ner. But in order for the neshama to be able to exist in this world, it needs a psila, it needs the wick. What is the wick that allows the neshama to be able to exist? The nefesh of Hamas. Right? The guf, the nefesh of Hamas, if you want to call it the, the lashna we use in, in Tanya, but it's, it's that which allows the neshama to be able to exist. So the neshama, on the one hand, is, is very lofty. And that's the goal of the whole thing. That's the tachlis, like the candle. That's the purpose. That's what gives the light. But the neshama without the guf is nothing. The neshama without the guf can't exist in this world. It's just floating around this world. It doesn't have the ability to exist. The neshama can only exist by attaching itself to, to, to the wick, by attaching itself to the psila, to, the, to, that, to that part of the flame. Right? That's why it's a big avayda by, by tzaddikim, and yeah, anyone could be a tzaddik, it's a big avayda to be able to roll one's own wick, one, one's, one's own wick. Not just stam atzachana, but part of the avayda, part of the kafanas a person is supposed to have al pi kabbalah, is that when you're rolling your own wick, the wick, the psila is the guf, and you're trying to be mezachich the guf, to make it a proper keli, to be able to hold the light. If ner havai is nishmas adam, and we'll have to see what the, where the shaman comes in a second. But the ner havai is nishmas adam. The, the candle, the flame is the neshama. So what's holding the neshama? Is the guf. What's the guf? The guf is the wick. So again, I can buy factory one, prefabricated, that I just break off and it's there already. Or if I take it, I'm now being involved in the avoid of taking a piece of cotton, and it's not a properly created wick. And again, even if you don't make your own wick, so you have this kavana when you put the wicks in, you put the floating wicks in, or the red piece in, this is what you're trying to do. That's why it's, it's an avoid. We'll see in, the, see in a second in the shemen. The avoid is to first put the wicks in and then pour the shemen on top of the wicks. You don't put the you don't put pour the shemen in and then put the wicks in because the, we're going to see the shemen has to really overtake the overtake the the guf. It's supposed to be poured over, be poured over the guf. But we'll see in, we'll see in a second what the shemen is. But at least when it comes to the wick, the wick represents the nefesh Bahamas, The wick represents the guf, and it's a crucial component to the ar. The fire, the neshama can't exist. The nereshem nishmas adam can't exist without the yudke vavke, without this part of it. And therefore, it's important to understand that that's the chilek of the psila, which allows the nereshem nishmas adam to exist. The same way the fire gets nechaz b'psila, the ur of the nefesh kiss gets, it, it holds its place on the nefesh of Bahamas. Ki hine nefesh of Bahamas, nilkacha Klipas noiga, very good. Klipas kipas noiga, it's a hard word. Klipas kipas, mebechinas klipas noiga, ukalula, mesospheres, yeah, mesospheres, the noiga, seichalamidas, ki, zelu mazel asa, kamoi sheyesh, esospheres, that we saw already been a shama, shehi, shehi, nefeshele kis, shehim bekidusha, shehim bekidusha, kachesh, like, like we just saw in the past few prakim in Tanya, we just saw that the nefesh of Bahamas and nefesh of Kis is a zela umazeh. They're both contained within it. They're both contained within it. The esesvirus, and therefore both the nefesh of Bahamas and the nefesh of Kis have the zela umazeh. They both have the, the same thing. That they're working for themselves. That's what we just had in the end of Parakhtas. That there's Yaakov and Esav, and Yaakov and Esav are battling, and the nefesh of Bahamas and nefesh of Kis are battling inside of us, and that's these two, you know, two, uh, two full buildings of the Seichel and the Midas, both the Nefesh Bamas and the Nefesh Elikis. The Esses Sviris, the Nefesh Elikis, the Chezes Umis Labeshes, the Esses Sviris, the Nefesh Bahamas, and the Umazu. The Nefesh, in done in a proper way, and this is Nerevai Nishmas Adam, is when the Nefesh Elikis is able to overtake the Nefesh Bahamas. Where there's the Nefesh Bahamas, which has its Seichel and Midas, and that's the Lev Ksil, the small, like we spoke about in Parakhtas, that's the, sec- that's the part of our body, which is the nefesh of Bahamas. And the goal is that the nefesh of kiss, the ner Hashem is able to grab onto the psila. And what it does when it holds onto the psila is it doesn't just remain independent from the psila. When the fire gets caught onto the psila, now the psila becomes part of the fire. The psila now becomes not just, not just something which is not getting in the way of the nefesh of kiss. It's now the greatest conduit to allow the nefesh of kiss to do what it needs to do. And that's why we'll see in a second, the Baltania says that it, it allows the nefesh of kiss to do something that it could have never done had it not come down to this world. Because the goal of what the Nefesh Elikis does is, is the Nefesh Elikis comes down to this world and it's a Yerida, like we mentioned over Shabbos, it's a Yerida, it's a Yerida which allows you to get to a higher level. What's the higher level? The higher level is that ability to be able to be 
Oiches, to be able to grab onto Nefesh of Bahamas, to be able to grab onto the animalistic part of me, the, the natural part of me, and to be able to elevate it to the point where it's able to be able to become one shtick, Ner Nishmas Adam, where the Psila is working together, and the Nefesh Kiss needs the Nefesh Bahamas, Nefesh Bahamas needs the Nefesh Kiss, and they will create this one big binion called Ner Nishmas Adam. Right? What's the kavana of the R holding on to the Nefesh Bahamas? It holds on to Nefesh and, and to and to manage soak it and to be able to, to be able to consume it with the earth and the Elias is kafia v'shapcha. The two levels that we always find is kafia v'shapcha. Dugmas kolina psila ba'aret nechazba, like the psila which gets totally consumed by the light that's on it. Ukumoisha psila atzman hapes la'or ve'ish. Not just that it gets consumed; it becomes part of the ar and the ish. That the psila, that the wick, is part of the part of the story of that flame. Kach nefesh ba'am ba'atzma. He is Habcha. The Nefesh of Bahamas itself becomes flipped around from being something which is the opposite of what's necessary to be able to have the Nefesh of Akis do its mission and instead they work together, the Nefesh of Bahamas and the Nefesh of Akis. Again, just, we, huh? But by the fire, it consumes the wick. It doesn't make the wick become part of it. It is. That, that, it's, it's, it becomes part of it, which means that that's we'll see in a second. That's what the shaman does. Which means if it would just if it would be so if it would be without the shaman, then you're right. Then it would just burn it completely. Right, your wicks remain the next night. Why? Because there's a shaman there. We'll have to see in a second what the shaman is. But that's the goal of the shaman, which means the goal of the shaman is to allow that that it becomes it, it, it creates a beautiful light. If you just take the wick. Take the red wicks that they have and you light them. The flame is not beautiful. Like you said, it's not going to last and it's going to destroy the, the wick. The goal is that there's a proper yichud between the guf and the neshama to the point that my neshama and guf are working in tandem with each other. They're working together. The oil, like we'll see, that's the chachma. That's going to be able to bring the two together. That's going to be the merge. Without them, you're right. Then it just destroy, destroys my guf. Right? It's not something like Sama it just destroys me. But when I'm when I do it in the proper way, the exactly. Then it becomes then it becomes part. It, it's also giving it its beauty. Right? It's 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 now they, they're it's both also mamish. Keeping it life. It's also keeping it alive. Right? hundred percent. And that's that's where the shaman's gonna be the conduit which be able to is, draws the two together and is able to allow that the psila remains a psila, remains a wick, right? Shah and Allah they could do the same psilas the next night because the psilas remain around and they're they're just as good to be used the next night as the night before. Could be even better, according to some, you know, according to probably the old wicks that they used to make them. Once you lit them once, they were even better to be able to be lit. But for sure, they're still around. For sure, they're still there. And that ability to be able to use them is because fakir. The, the nefesh of doesn't destroy the nefesh of Bahamas. It elevates the nefesh of Bahamas to become part of the story, to become part of that beautiful flame of Nerevai Nishmas Adam. That's what the flame is. Again, you have the flame, you have the wick, and you have the you have the two chalakim. You have the two chalakim to the huh? So we're gonna get we're gonna get there in one second. So that's that's so far the psila, and that's so far. And that's so far the chelak of uh, the chelak of the guf, yeah, the guf and the and the and the uh, and the what's it called? Now he, he explains. I don't, I don't want to go into the, the whole next paragraph because he explains over here ba'arichas what the shaman is. But in a very very simple level, the shaman is the hisboininus, which is there in order to be able to create that 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 connection between the nefesh Bahamas and the nefesh alakis. The Baltani, it's a seichel. Shaman represents chachma. Shaman represents seichel. Represents being bezboin and thinking about and being involved and understanding the fact that the rabbanu shalom. Runs the world and being misbeinu on the fact that bunch is mamalikolam save kolaman. The more I think about that, the more that leads me to ahava and nira, which leads me to mitzvahs and Torah, The more I'm able to connect those two things together. So if I just have them as two separate entities, then the nefesh lekis will just destroy the nefesh Bahamas. The nefesh Bahamas will overtake the nefesh lekis. They can't work together. The only way they can work together is through the oil. What is the oil? The oil represents the chachma. Represents that knowledge of the Rabbanu Shalom thinking of being misbeinu. Again, it's all of time is there to explain to us is to be misbeinu to think to contemplate. To be involved in that process of trying to understand that the Rabbanu runs the world, trying to think about the fact that the Rabbanu runs the world, that's a major one of the kavanas a person should have when a person lights the menorah and sitting in front of the menorah, thinking about the fact that in Malavadik, that the Rabbanu runs the world, the Rabbanu is in charge of the world, everything's there, and underneath the surface is ultimately in Malavadik. So even though there's many, many chachma chitzonis, there's a world of chitzonis, that's the world of Yavan, but I'm able to recognize that underneath everything is the Rabbanu And that's when a person thinks about that, a person is misblinded in that, that a person is able to create that yichud between the guf and the neshama, now the guf is able to be used. I'm able to use all of Gashmias, all of Elam Hazem. I'm able to use everything that I see as a conduit to be able to bring more lakus into my life. And now when I see the world, the world is not fighting the Rabbanu 
I'm able to now use the world as an opportunity, as a conduit to be able to recognize Hashem more. I use my Chachma, I use his Boininus, like we mentioned, that there's a Chachma of Yaakov Avinu, which is Yud Ekev, which is the Chachma which is able to elevate everything. Niv Yavan, which is also the Yud, but it's the Yud which schleps everything down. Ragla Yard the Mavis, it brings everything down all the way down to Shal Tachdis. The Maila of Chachma, when, be able to, when, when done properly, is that through the His Boininus, through thinking properly, about the Rabbanish Lelam, I'm able to get to the place where I'm able to recognize and understand that there's Rabbanish in the world, and that's Ma'achet, those two things together. The Shemin represents Torah, represents mitzvahs, it represents everything that comes through the process of being misboinen, through the process of thinking, thinking about the uh, Avayn Sashem. And if you skip over here, if you skip to Achine, again, he's Meirach over here about, he's uh, over here about, you know, two Chalakim, you know, down, down and up and up down, but in Amadalat, if you look where he says over here, Achine, right after the parenthesis, he's about a little, little less than halfway through Achine, he says, Achine Kamoi B'mashal. So let's see a little bit, a little bit right there, and I'll, I'll explain to us a little bit what the Shemin does, and, uh, and exactly what the goal of the Shemin is, and how the Shemin brings the two together. He says, Achine, what he talks about in between is just two dargas, which is, again, it's important to know, but it's not, it's not crucial for us to be able to understand this piece, and we're not going to finish it unless we skip at least this part. He says like this, Achine, Kamoi b'mashal, just like in the mashal, Or haner hanal, Sha'al yidei kloyinah b'silu levada, Eina meyar kolkach, Kiyom al yidei Hashemen, the same way it's crucial and it's necessary, in order to have the beautiful light of the candle, can only be lit when you have the oil, Kach tzarechliyas b'chin Hashemen, V'avoy desa adam, B'slab shesan Hashem ha'baguf, The neshama is the, is the fire, The guf is the psila, But you need that conduit, You need that, that thing which draws the the, which draws the light onto the flame and that the, onto the wick, and that's going to be the shemen. shemen That's the concept of shemen mishchas kodesh. The reim is al the which is maram is on the Torah. Ki kodesh ubechinas chachma va'eraisa mechachma nafkes. Torah is chachma. Chachma comes from eraisa. Eraisa comes from chachma, and therefore v'ashemen upnimiyas achias shebechol hadvarim shemaitziyam ehem hashemen. What is shemen? Shemen represents Torah, but shemen represents much more than just the limit of Torah itself. Shemen represents the ability to be able to see the pnimiyas shemaitziyam ehem the pnimiyas of everything, to be able to see the seichel shebechol davar. Mister Aleph and the Kudim Rambam Nachman talks about a person has to have the seichel, the chachma, the chachma to be able to be to be mistakel at the seichel and everything. What is that? That's the shemen. That's the ability to be able to extract a from everything that a person sees. When a person is able to understand that the Rabbanisham is behind everything, the Rabbanisham is everything, that the Chiyas of all of the world is the Rabbanisham, that becomes the Shemen Mishchas Chaydesh. That's the Chaydesh, which is able to bring a person to be able to connect the world that I live in, the Gashmis world that I live in, the Guf that I live in, to be able to connect that with the Neshama, the Yichud between the Guf and the Neshama. L'chein b'chol advarim, Shemen, this is what the Svarim, the Svarim HaKadosh Shemite, and everything, in all of reality, there is Shemen, there's an oil that's there, maybe not an olive oil that we have, but there's a certain you know, concept of oil that's there. Everything was made of chachma. What's chachma? Chachma is oil. Chachma is shemen. Chachma is that ability to be able to be to be able to think and to contemplate and to recognize that there's the rabbanisham behind everything. Kulam b'chachma asisa. Like I mentioned many times in Balatanya, kulam b'chachma asisa means that asiya, that the lowest, lowest level of creation was created with chachma, was created with the highest point, which is chachma. I'm able to see that I live in Olam asiya. But it's not Ilam I'm able to peel back the layers of Ilam to recognize Eidan Levadai, to recognize there's the Chachma, to recognize that the Rabbanisham is there, and therefore I'm able to see Kulam Bechachma. Where does Asiya come from? Asiya comes from Chachma. Asiya comes from that place. And it's really all the same thing in the, in the level of Sayyid Kham. And it's a, that's what the, this is about. That's what the Tzemesayyid, that Tzemesayyid says that Kulam Bechachma Asiya is, that in Sayyid Kham, Asiya, Chachma, it's all the same thing. So, cool. Chachma. Right. Right. To, 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 to get to this, uh, this level of, of recognizing that the Shemin and everything, even Avanim, why is he using Avanim? Because Avanim is a daimim. And as we mentioned, Yaakov Avinu is able to be ma'achet of Avanim together. Yaakov Avinu can find the Seichel on everything. He's able to be ma'achet everything. The Yud Eikiv. Right. So, we find this even in Halacha, even in Gemara, even in Torah, we find that the Torah is mislabish in Dvarim Gashmiyam. Yabaltani talks about very often, we spoke about this in Parakei, that even in something which is, which is a fight that takes place between two people in Bezdin, that's the Chachma Elakus, 
That's the Chachma Ilah that the Rabbanishim said that there should be a Seder called Seder Zeraim, Seder Mayid, which talk about very physical things about plowing land and what you should do and how much space you have to leave and climb in between rows of, rows of produce. It's something very, very base, very physical. Very, it's, it's, it's a level that's higher than the Daimim, but it's a very, very low basic level. But the goal is to realize that we begin we begin talking about physical things because the love. Chachma, the Ma'il of Chachma Ilah, is that it's able to be mislabish in everything, that everything has the ability to be able to find the Shemen that's hiding it inside of everything. So what allows the Neshama and the Guf to connect is the ability to have to find that Shemen, the ability to find that Lekus in everything, to be able to recognize them. They don't argue with each other. They're not on different pages. There's no fight between them. They work together. And Isha and Isha don't fight with each other. They're here to work together. They look like opposites, but that's only if you don't make a Yichud. Once you make the proper marriage, and he's able to see it, they complement each other. The ish needs the isha, the isha needs the ish, and that's how you make ka. They're able to make the the only when you have the ish and the isha coming together. And the middle of the shemen, that which brings together, that which oils and, and, and allows the flame to be able to exist on the psila, as opposed to destroying the psila. Right, Shem comes out of the Ma'ar the first time, he destroys the world. That, there's no Shemin there. The Shemin is the ability for Shem to be able to see that every, everything's Kaddish. That the Yid running with two Adasim and Arab Shabbos, that's Kaddish Kaddash. That that Yid who's plowing his field, right? According to that, I mentioned this on Shabbos, I, but it was the same Yid. The same Yid that was plowing the field was the Yid that came. That, that's, he's able to get on the 13th year to the place of Echad. Shema Yisrael, Avayla, Ken, Hashem, Echad. Echad is Gemachia 13. He gets to the place of being Ma'achad, everything together, and the recognition that everything's Elokos. And he's able to, you don't have to burn up the world. Right, that's the that's the level of there's no shem in there. So in the nefesh of a kiss, which is a which is kedusha, burns the world up. Once you get to the yichud of the year thirteen, once he goes into the ma'ar for the thirteenth year, he comes back out and he's able to see the world, but see the alakus and everything. Like the Baltanya said again, we mentioned this many times. Baltanya said that he was able to see, and at the end of his life, he's able to see that the shemes hakadoshim, which are all over. He didn't see the world as being a physical world. He's able to see the achta sabayra that takes place and everything. That's the shemen. That's what that that's which al- what allows the guf and the neshama to come together. Those two avoid this to come together. That's the beautiful light. That's what that's the tachlis of creation. Baltani's lashon is that the tachlis of the of the neshama of the nefesh alakis is to come down here in order to elevate the nefesh of Bahamas. That's the tachlis to make a yichud between the ish and the isha, to make a yichud between the guf and the neshama, to make a yichud between the nefesh of Bahamas and nefesh alakis. That's the ultimate tachlis of creation. That's the beautiful light, the fire that we're able to create. The nerushem nishma. Adam is when it works together. These four chalakim, the 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 psila, the shemen, and the and the the two parts of the light. That's the ultimate gilu. V'hainu liyas gilu orin soif benefesh adam begilu mamish kiilu rayiv v'loy b'dem yoyinus anoydlo men amachshavol avada shein chalaf is ve'iveris ve'enik kvez benefesh be'emes la'mitoi. We're actually gilu believe emes la'mitoi kavua v'tekua mechizik ki yosech le'timot liyas negdik tamid. Which means the following. The Baal is telling us that his boininess alone is not enough. That the goal is not to get to the place of Bina. Bina means that when I'm as boinin, when I contemplate the fact that the Rabbanishan fills the world, so then I get to the place of Havan Yira. The Baal says that's not the goal because that's also, that's a momentary light that's there. That's the black fire that's there. The real goal is to get to the place of Chachma. What is Chachma? Chachma means that that's my life. Chachma means that when I live in the place of Chachma, I, I automatically walk around with my eyes already open and I'm able to see everything. Huh? That's Kanisa. Right? I, have, I, have that, I have that ability to be able to, to walk around and I don't have to stop and be misbeined in the fact that Rabbanu Shem is there. The goal is to get to the place of the Yur, which is Chachma, in which I'm able to see Kulam Chachma Sisa everywhere I walk. That it's something which becomes part of my life so much so that it's not you know, we'll learn about Antania that there's moments where even the Bainani is able to get to a higher level during tefillah of his us. He gets to the level of this Yichun, but the goal is that, that we should get to it all the time. To get to it, that it becomes part of the Giluzu Liyaz Yiras Hashem. Right? Yira has the same Isis as the word Re'il. The goal is that it should be not something that I can think about, contemplate about, but you get to the place of Chachma get to the higher level, I'm able to see and recognize all of creation as being a conduit for the Rabbanishim. I'm able to see everything as being there to be Megala the Rabbanishim, which is the Ois Yud, Shashem That's the goal, is to be able to bring down that letter Yud. The Yud represents Chachma, the He represents Bina, but I want to get higher than Bina. I want to get higher than his Bainas to get to the place of the Yud. Kishem Avaya hu dechilu, rechima, rechima hu dechilu. Nimtza, sha'isa Yud, haremezes lechachma, hu bechinas, I'm going to explain in a second, hu bechinas dechilu, sh'u bechinas yira ila, emein chachma in yira. What Tani says is that we find Chazal say, emein yira in chachma, emein chachma in yira. Well, Tani talks about some parak, mem gimel, and we'll get to it, mem beiz, mem gimel, mem dalit. 
we'll get to it maybe in a, in a, in a while, maybe a decade or two. But uh, the Baltani talks about Barichas over there, about th- there's four levels really, the four levels really in Yira and Ahava. We think about Yira, Ahava, you know, the, the, the one thing, Baltani explains over there that there's four levels really. The lowest level is called Yira Sa'inish. That's the lowest level. A person has Yira over the fact that the Rosh is gonna punish me. If I don't do what I need to do, then I'm gonna get punished and it's gonna be Gehenim and I have to be afraid of what's going to take place. And that's necessary, that's the lowest level. It's necessary, everybody needs Yira Sa'inish because that's the base, base level of what keeps me in check even when I don't have anything else. Higher than that is Ahava. That's what he says, the Chilu Rechimu. Right, the Chilu is Yira. Chimu is Ahava. The lower level of Ahava is called Ahava's Olam. That's the level where I'm able to look around creation, be misboinen, be able to recognize and see the greatness of creation that's there. Higher than that is Ahava Rabba. Higher than Ahava's Olam is Ahava Rabba. We spoke about this last week, two weeks ago. Higher than Ahava's Olam, higher than Ahava's Olam is Ahava Rabba, which is a, a, what the Baltani over there says is a gift from the Rabbanu It doesn't come through his us. It comes as a total gift from the Rabbanu Shalom. A person is able to get to a much higher level of Bittal, which he calls a Hava Bittanugim, which again, we'll have to discuss each one of these levels at length in Pergman and Beis and Gimel, but that's called a Hava Rabba. That's higher than Havas Olam, higher than just, Havas Olam means like the Rambam says, I want to get to Havas Hashem, I'm just blaming on the greatness of the Rabbanu Shalom, I'm just on the fact that the Rabbanu is taking care of me at every second, that brings me to love the Rabbanu Shalom, that brings me to a Hava, that's called a Havas Olam, it's an Hava which comes from the world, it's an Hava which comes through me thinking. Hava Rabba is the level that the Rabbanu gives as a Matana, when a person zeichet to it, that's called a Hava B'tanugim, that's a level of total bittal, where a person's at the level of Einig, where it's a much, much higher level of a Hava that's truly bedavar, that's totally in something, it's a higher level, and even higher than that, it's called Yira Ilah. There's a Rima, it's called Yira Ilah. That's the Yira in which I'm totally bottled to Rabban Hashem. There's no me being afraid of Hashem. There's no me loving Hashem. It's the level of total, total bittal, like he says over here, that he says, it's a, what was Lashon, he says, it, it's the level of total, um, so the Baltani explains us that those four levels of Yira, Ahava, Ahava Yira, what he just called, the Chilu, Rechimu, Rechimu, Dechilu, he's not doubling the Lashon, he's talking about four levels, the Chilu, Rechimu, Rechimu, Dechilu. Right, there's Yira, Ahava, Ahava, Yira. Right, which means there's Yira at the lower level of Yira, then there's a higher level of Ahava, then a higher level of Ahava, and then Yira, which goes to the top. Those are Marumas in the Yurke Vavke. The highest level is Yira Ilah. How do you get Yira Ilah? That's what he says, is Chachba. Which means his us can lead me to a lower so level. That's, 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 that's Bittal So yeah, it's the highest level of Mamish, total, total Bittal, where when I see the Rabbanisham and everything, so then there's no, I don't see the existence anymore. The existence ceases to exist as an independent being. There's no Yesh anymore. It's a right, so level of total, 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 total realization, a year like Lashon of Re'iyah, that I'm able to see the Rabbanisham, that's the higher level of Chachma, and that's a level in which it becomes it becomes mushrish into my being, the fact that there's a bunch of, there's no longer a process that I need to go through. There's no longer a ton of, that becomes pasha, a metzias of the ultimate level of bittal that a person is able to get to. And that's really what we're trying to bring down with the Shemen, with the Chachma, is this high level of Yira Ilah, this high level of Yira Sarayimimus, in which a person is able to get to the level of total bittal, in which he's able to get to the level of Dechilu Rechimu, Rechimu Dechilu, he gets to that fourth level of of Yira, the Yira Ilah, which the Zara Kaddish calls, which I'll we'll talk about later, Yira Ilah, and that comes from the Isyud. Nimsesha Isyud, our Mezla Chachma, hold on, who begins the Chilu, she begins Yira Ilah, and that's what Chazal means, it means Chachma in Yira, which means without Chachma, there's no Yira, because that Chachma is, I mean, Yira in Chachma is a lower level, but it means Chachma in Yira, that's the higher level, but there's no Chachma, there's no Yira, because Chachma is the highest level, that's the highest thing. Okay. And, and he goes on to, to explain to explain a little bit. He goes on to explain, I'll, I'll just speak at this outside and then we'll, we'll move on to the next part because that's really what we're getting to. Is He goes on to explain this four chalakim to Davin and also this karbanos psik of Zimra, Kriyashma and Shemana Esri. He only talks about the, the last two levels, but each one of them also represents these four levels. The highest level is Shemana Esri. Shemana Esri is at Silos. Shemana Esri is total silence. That's the level of total bittal, where there's no, you don't exist anymore. Right? Even, even though in halacha, you mentioned this before, a person's supposed to hear what they're saying, what they're saying in the Yaman Shemana Esri. According to that reason, you're not supposed to hear yourself at all. It's supposed to be total, total silence. Because in that place of Yuri love, there's no, you don't exist the There's no you. It's just total, total bittal. That's the place of Atzilas. That's the place of Ashtachava. That's why we bow. The only time we really find that there's a chiv to bow halachically in davening is dafka b'shemana esrei. Because that's the place of the ultimate bittal, that bittal which comes from the Yud, that bittal which comes from the Chachma. That's the highest level. The time before that is really the Ahava. That's the Ahava that comes in Berchas Krishma, the Ahava that comes from Shema Yisrael, from the Ahav Tesh Lekecha. That's Ahava Rabba, Ahava Sa'ilam, the various levels. And that's the switch of, you know, the Nusach. Shabbos during the week, but that's all that comes from Berchas Kriyshim. There's two levels of Ahava, and really before that is the Pesuk of Zimmer. Karbanos is really it's a Yira, it's a lower level of Yira of a Bittal which comes from a lower level of Bahamias. But that's those are the levels that come through Adavening, and that's really what we're trying to get to. So again, if we just break down the candle, if we break down the the 
flame that we have when we're going to be lighting the menorah, there's four chalakim to it. There's a psila, that's the nefesh Bahamas. There's the fire. Now there's a chalak of the fire, which is the black part and the white part. We haven't really got to, and, and maybe it's not so crucial right now to discuss the two chalakim to it. There's a part that's the, connected to the psila, that's going to be the lower level. And then there's the higher part, that's the higher ahava. That's the, you know, the, the higher yira, that's the yira ilah, that's the part that comes from Chachma. And then there's the oil, the oil is that which represents. So in a very, and again, a very pashta avoidedika Indian, without getting into everything we just spoke about the past few minutes, a very pashta avoida, there's my body, there's my nefesh of Ahamas, there's my guf, then there's my neshama. I want to be able to bring those two together. The way it happens is through Isbainanas, but the real goal is to get even higher than Isbainanas, is to get to the place where it's yira, to get to the place of yira ilah, to get to the place of re'iyah, to get to the place of chachma, to get to the place where I'm able to see the Rabbanisham in everything that I do, I'm able to see the Rabbanisham everywhere that I walk, I'm able to recognize the Rabbanish lalam in all of creation. And what's the lower level of that? It's boininess. It's boininess. To recognize it. I'm not sorry to see it, but to just. Right, exactly. It's means that I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm contemplating it. So, first of all, it's only going to be there when I contemplate it. Because when I'm not contemplating it, doesn't, it doesn't remain. And it's also only contemplation. It's not, it's not a scene. The goal is, and this is what's going to happen when Sermon Mashiach comes in, right? Rayim Asakailis, that we'll be able to be able to see the reality of an Echev Alakech and not hear it. Not be misboinen and Echev Alakech. We'll see it as a real existence. Be able to see it as a reality. We'll be able to see the Das of Hashem. We'll be able to see Chasem will be something which is a real existence. Again, like the Balatanya. He can see the existence of the Rabbanishim. He can see that existence. It's not something which, okay, I know, I believe, I understand. It's something which becomes part of a person's reality so much. And again, person can be Zeich this long before Mashiach comes. Maybe momentarily, maybe not all the time. The person can be Zeich to, to days, weeks, months, you know, hours throughout a person's life. When a person feels like a Pashat, I see it, like it's just the reality of the Rabbanishim existing and running my life is so real that I don't need to be contemplating the fact that a baby being born is the biggest nace. It's just, I see the Rabbanishim and everything, I'm able to see that Yira Ilah, in which a person is able to get to the level of Bittal and the world is a Bittal, to the place that a person just sees that Nara Shem Nishmas Adam, and he sees all of creation as being one big shtick, Nara Vayi Nishmas Adam. That's the goal, and that's Nara Vayi Yud that's the Yira Ilah, those are the four Chalakam of the Nara, the Yira Ilah, the, ha, the Havarabah, Havas Olam, and the Yira Tata, those are the four Chalakim of the Ner, and the four Chalakim that are created through the Ner, through the oil, the wick, and the two parts of the, the two parts of the, of the, what's it called, the two parts of the light. Now that's all very nice and beautiful if we'd be holding at that level, but the Baltani is going to tell us that we're not really holding at that level, and it's all very gishmak if we'd be holding at the level of, of the ultimate Ner that we would like to have, which is Ner of Ein However, Zakh the Baltanya, that we're not really holding there. This is where the nace of Hanukkah comes in. That's all, that's all perfect. That's the way the Kain Gadol is supposed to light the Ner in the base of Mikdash, is that when Aaron Kain is lighting the Ner, he's not just lighting a Ner, but he's lighting up all of Klal Yisrael. Aaron Kain's goal is to be Oivis Abrisim, a carve on the Torah, which Torah represents Chachma. Aaron Kain's goal is to carve them to Moshe Rabbeinu, to be able to bring them to the place of Torah. That's Aaron Kain's goal, and that's what he should be doing every time he lights the Ner. But that's all great, and things are going well. And everyone's holding in the place it's supposed to do when Klai is connected to real Chachma, it's supposed to Chachma Chitzen, you have Yavan, everything works out well. When Klai got caught up in the problem of the Misyavnim, when Klai got caught up in this problem, the biggest problem with the Misyavnim wasn't just the fact that they didn't believe in the Romani Shalom. The biggest problem was Chitzenias versus Pneumius. The whole fight of the Misyavnim versus the Hashmanan is Chitzenias versus Pneumius. Do you see the outside of the olive or do you see the inside of the olive? Do you see Taira as being a Chachma? That's why they were targeting the Torah into Yavanas. Do you just see it as another language, as another chachla, as another knowledge? Or do you see it as something of Pneumius? Do you see the Beis HaMikdash as another beautiful palace? The same way you have beautiful palaces in Greece? Or do you see this as being a Makkum Kaddish Vitar? Are you able to recognize that the guf is not just something which is supposed to, I'm supposed to take and bring to the gym and be able to make into the greatest, you know, the greatest athlete in Olympic possible? Or do you see the guf as being something which houses the Neshama? The big fight between Chitzonius and Pneumius is the fight of Hanukkah. It's the fight between the Besyavanim and, and the Maccabees and the Chashmanam. Is this fight of Pneumius versus Chitzanis? Are you able to find a Pachshem, which is a tiny drop of oil? And right, the Svaram said the reason why the, the, the Misyav, the Yuvanam, overlooked that tiny drop of oil is because if you live in the world of Chitzanis, it's a tiny drop of oil. It doesn't have any value. If you live in the world of quantity, it doesn't have any value. It's only if you live in the world of the Chashmanam who come into the Reis Mikdash and they say every drop's precious, every little bit's precious. They're able to see the Pneumius. And that's why, like we said from Tysus, it's underneath the surface, the whole fight of Yavan versus Kval Yisrael is the fight of Chitzonius versus Pneumius. And that's why their, their Chachma is what Chazal called the ultimate Chachma Chitzonius. It's called Chachma Chitzonius, Chachma Yavanis. It's the ultimate Chachma 
but it's Chachma Chitzani. It's like that, again, like that Yud that we spoke about on Shabbos, the Yud, the Chachma, which is schlepped down to Ilam They take Chachma, they drag it down to being something animalistic, something materialistic, something physical, something mundane, something which doesn't have any real Kedusha to it. That's the fight of Yavan versus Kla Yisrael. So Mamela, what are we supposed to be doing with the Menorah in its perfect state? Is that we light it in a way that it just it, there's a yichud between the guf and the neshama. The shaman is there to bring it together. The psila is there to be able to hold it, and everything works beautiful. And it's a beautiful narabai nishmas adam. But once Kali Yisrael got caught up in the misyavdim, and, and again it was a major, major percentage ruba de ruba of Kali Yisrael was caught up in this problem to some extent or the other. And they weren't, weren't, weren't they weren't running when you know to me Hashem alive matisio. They weren't running to that place or for carry. They're holding with the misyavdim close to the misyavdim, but they were holding in the place of chachma kitzayni. So now we have a different problem because now there's no yichud taking place. So the nes of Hanukkah is coming for that matzah. Right? The pasuk says Chayshech al Pnei Tahayim. The Medrash says Chayshech Hazu Yavan. That's what Yavan did. Yavan came to wipe out the light of the Menorah, not just the physical light of the Menorah, Timu Kalashmanim. What they came to do is to wipe out this Neravayin Ishmas Adam, to wipe out this yichud between Chitzayinus and Pnimius, this yichud between the Guf and the Neshama, between the Nefesh of Hamas and Nefesh of Akis. Chashkol Einayim and Atayra. They came to wipe this out and to say there's no there's no connection. Ruchnis and Gashmis have nothing to do with each other. Right? That's why what Chazal say, the Medrash says, the Medrash famously says that they said Kisvul Lechem Al Karen Ashar Enlechem Chelik B'Lekei Yisrael. Why in Karen Ashar? Because that's the spitz, like he's saying, is Ram and Moed. The spitz by Yid is I can say that I'm plowing my field, like that Yid who's plowing his field can say this is this is this is godliness. Not don't they didn't say write in the Medrash Enlechem Chelik B'Lekei Yisrael. Go write in your business on the make a big plaque in your business Enlechem Chelik B'Lekei Yisrael. Say that your business has no shaykes to Lekei Yisrael. Right, this farm say Ein Lachem. Lachem is always is always a reference to Gashmis. Chetzel Lachem, Chetzel Hashem. Ein Lachem, Chelik Belikei Yisrael. That the Lachem of your life, the Gashmis of your life, has no Chelik Belikei Yisrael. The Ruchnius, yeah, but there's no Yichud between Ruchnius and Gashmis. Your business, your Shar, that which plows your field, has nothing to do with Ruchnius. And the Yitz says, what do you mean? There are halachas about the Saksam Shor There's halachas about Klaim when I plow. There's halachas about Klaim in, in the in the Klai Asada. There's halachas that are taking place. There's chumas and Maishas that are being given. Everything's elokus. I'm able to find elokus and everything. That's what Yavan has a problem with. And Mamela, the whole Gilu of the Nase of Hanukkah is going to come to give us another another. It's going to be a Nase which allows us, even when we didn't do this properly, to be able to be able to create this connection. So let, let's skip a little bit to where he says on the next page. He says on page, uh, it's page one days. I'm at Mem Aleph, I'm an Aleph, I'm sorry. Bahavaya Gia Cheshki. And this again, this is the Pasik that he began with at the beginning. And he explains that again, the Pasik begins, Ki Ataneri Havaya. Okay, Ataneri Havaya is the way things should be. Ki Ataneri Havaya is that the Rabbanishim is the Nera Havaya. Nera Havaya Nishmas Adam. That's the way things should be. Then the Pasik continues. And the Pasik says, Vahavaya Yigecheshki. When I'm stuck in a matzav of Chayshech, then Vehavaya. And we'll see what the Bible means in a second. Vehavaya. There's another, there's another Havaya. There's one Havaya that's there when things are going well. Nera Havaya Nishmas Adam. Vehavaya. And when I'm not holding in that place, when I'm holding in the place of Chayshech, there's still the Nase of Hanukkah which takes place. Vahavaya Yigecheshki. Let's see the way he says inside. Vahavav Betesefes Vav. Remezes Abachinas Havaya Biyayisrael Yena. There's a Havaya which we create. There's a Havaya of Yud Kevavke which is created through the Chachma, through the Bina, through the Zayim Midas. That's created the way we create it. And then there's a Havaya of Yisrael Yena. Kumoisha Kasev Havaya Havaya Karachem Cham. Yud Gimel Midas Harachem, which you mentioned. Havaya 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 Karachem Cham. Who pasuk time of the Gavayu? She is based bechinas Havaya. The Zerah Kadosh says that there's a psik in between Havaya and Havaya because there's two types of Havaya. There's a Havaya of an Indian Kipam Ksev Havaya Rachem Chanan. We find that once it says in Tehillim, and once it says in the Torah, once it says Havaya Racham Mechanan, it says Chanan Racham Havaya. What's the difference between Havaya Racham Mechanan or Racham Mechanan Havaya? Upirish, Havaya Racham Mechanan. Shekadei Lios is Galas Midas Racham Mechanan, but Orin Tzayv Baruchu, the Lav Mikol Ilan Midas Iu Klal, Chutzrich Lios Bechinis Havaya, Shut Simtzim Vespashas, Tamshach Vespashas. The way that you were able to, the Ranshim brought down that Midah of Racham Mechanan was to a Simtzim and a Spashas. Simtzim is that Yud, the first Yud, which is the Simtzim. Spashas is the Hay, Hamshacha is the Vav, and Spashas is the second Hay. That's the Yud Kevavke. But there was a there was a Simtzim that came that allowed that Midah. The Ranshim wanted to be Racham Mechanan. How can he be? He created the world through the creation of the world, through the tinsel that's created, he can be Rachan Khan. Ach Pirish Khanan Varachim Avaya. When Khanan Rachan comes before Avaya, 
היינו שמכינס חנה ורחם, דהיינו מפני, כי חפץ חסן הוא נמשך מכינס הוויה שהוא צמצם וספשטוס שבסדר שטלשוס, מה שאין כאן הוויה שקודם רחם וחנן, היא הוויה שלא מיילא מגדר שטלשוס. זאת אומרת, אין כאן שתי ווייז שדברים יכולים להיות. דברים יכולים להיות בין הווי של שטלשוס. שטלשוס אומרת שיש איזה פרופר סדר, יש איזה פרופר ‫ואז <laughs> And then through that desire to give, למעלה מסי דשטלשוס, is a creation. ושם נעשה גם כן מכין סבי שהוא צמצם וספשס, כדי להמשך מידס רחם וחנן. In order to draw down the רחם וחנן, there's a צמצם that comes afterwards. But what's taking place is that there's a רחם וחנן higher than הוויה. There's a הוויה רחם וחנן, and there's רחם וחנן הוויה. The difference is, is did you create that ability, you know, did you create that ספשס, that המשכה, of רחם וחנן, or did the רבנשם create it? When we create it, It's a vaya racham v'chanan. When the Rabbani Shem creates it, it's racham v'chanan that begins with the Rabbani Shem, racham v'chanan, and then there's a vaya, then the Rabbani Shem creates the keli to be able to receive the havaya. V'hinei, zakta ba'altanya, v'deiris ha'rishaynim, k'bayi b'neviyim b'shayftim, v'tzinu dar shekul ezake kul ha'chayev. At the beginning, at the beginning of the earlier generations, the generations of Nevi'im and Shaftim, we find that they're kul ezake and they're kul ha'chayev. Umisha yezake, yezake b'madrega tzadagadol. Oinavi, somebody who was holding on a good madrega was in a great place. Umisha yechayev, a rosh ha'gamar. Somebody who was terrible was mamash like Acha, was the worst. You don't find these in-between people. There was nobody in-between. You were either on the good side or on the bad side. You were either a good person or a bad person. There weren't people like us. People that struggled day, day in, day out. You look around, there aren't wicked people like there used to be. How many people do you know that are, that are mumul hachas? I can't find anybody I know that's a mumul hachas. It doesn't happen anymore. There's a mumul hachas, maybe. There's people that are tenek shanishba. But you don't find the Russia like there used to be. You just don't find them. You don't find anyone who's chaitu machtas rabbi. You don't find anyone setting up a void zara. You don't find anyone whose goal is to destroy anything, anything ruchni in the world. You don't find Rishon like that. But, the late Sadiqim call Kachtayven. We're trying to find the Vim and Shaftim like they used to be. Why? The Indian Shabbatarius are Rishonim, the Neshamas are Yenis, but Madragas Kavayas. There used to be big Neshamas from big Madragas. Because of the Neshamas, they were able to be shaylet on the Ra. In the nefesh. As soon as they thought about it, right away there was yira, which means they were holding big neshamas. All you need if you're a big neshama is to think for a second about the reality of creation and reality of the Rabbanishim's existence in the world, and right away you'll do what you need to do. Rak Rasha Gomer. So how is the Rasha a Rasha? He's not a Rasha because he's, he's, he's a Rasha. He knows the truth. How is he a Rasha? He ignores that which he knows it. Which means the earlier, the earlier there was even the Rashaan, They have to be such great Rishon because the only way you could ignore a voice which is so obvious is only if you're so wicked. We don't have the voice screaming at us as the Zermanisham in the world. So for us to be Rishon, all we need to do is not search to find that voice. But somebody who's in the earlier generations, they had that voice screaming out loud. There was Nevi'im, there was Shaft, it was so clear there was Zermanisham in the world. The only way you can be in Rasha is when you're mamash, mamash lahapach. When you're not just not, not find, searching for the voice, when you're ignoring the voice and trying to eradicate the voice inside of you. Our We don't have the kaiyach anymore to be shelad al ra. But sirchi gia rabi gia sedefesh gia zabaser. No hard it is to be a pashta yid in in twenty twenty three and tough champagne dollar. It's not it's not a simple thing anymore. It's not natural. It doesn't come. Oh, just think that there's a one in the world and everything is going to work itself. It doesn't work like that anymore. You need gia rabi, gia nefesh, gia baser. There's a very, very, a very difficult work and a difficult avayda for yid living in tafshim peidal to be over the rabbanishim properly. V'zehu v'havaya gi'echeshki. So the original way that there was a rishenim had it in a way that it was that it was kiyato neiru hashem that they're able to live in a way that there's clarity and where there's avaya and the way that they created that that existence of the rabbanishim being created being meyachad the guf and the neshama. But in our deris we don't have that. So what do we have? V'havaya gi'echeshki. We're holding in a place of chayshah. We're holding in a place of darkness, and it began at the Mesiavanim, and it's, it's only gotten, like you said, Dor Acher Dor, Ein Bem Rishon Kolkach, Ein Bem Tzadikim Kolkach. We're dealing in a generation that's confused, in a generation that doesn't have 
tzaddikim that are mamish tzaddikim like used to be. There's no Rishon like there used to be. One day we're the biggest tzaddik, one day we're the biggest Russia. We're not sure. Today we're searching. Today we're not searching. Today we're pushing ourselves to get out of bed. The next day we're not. We're living in a world in which Ramamish flipping back and forth from one from one moment to the other. It's the generation which needs Gia Nefesh, Basar. And the Mela, the Mila of what takes place in our Dirit, in our Dirit, the Dirit Ictus of the Mashiach. What's the darkness? Our darkness. The, the challenges that we face is the chayshech. David Melech we don't have that. We don't have the Even though we haven't done what we need, we don't have this bone in us, and we for sure don't have the Yura law, that Chachma to walk around, sing the Rabban Islam like the, like the Dervish Rishonim had, like the Nevim and the Shaftim that were Zakai and the Zakai Gomer because they're able to see everything. We don't have that. So what's the Eitzel? So what happens is Avaya Shalamala Meshtalshas, Yigia Cheshki, Ulamana, Lamana Yasa, Kichafes Chesedu, Besirusa, De La Ela, Beliasus, De La Tanta. What the Wanisham does for us is a favor. Wanisham says, Vehavaya. And that's the Vava, the Vehavaya. It's a higher level of Avaya. It's Havaya, Havaya, Karachem, Vechanan. Here is the highest level, the level where the Wanisham says, you, you, you're living in a door of Chayshech. You're living in a door of Shakula Chayshech. Chayshech al Pnei Tahaim. Living in a door of Soyu Vavayu. The Wanisham says, Vehavaya, Yigia Cheshki. That the Wanisham says, you're right. Like the Mishnah, like the Gemara in Sukkah says, but that's the That's in the world of Olam. In the world of existence, but we're not holding in the place of Olam. We're holding in a place of Olam, we're holding in a place of confusion. So then it comes a light from the Malam Esedar Comes a light which is not created by our own creation. In the world we live in, in the existence we live in, with the actions we do, be right. Then the Shechina can't be Yerud Lamata Meisara. But in the world of Lamala Meisara, there's no Lamala Meisara and there's no Mata Meisara. Everything's one. It's the Rabbanisham shining that floodlight down to us. The Rabbanisham Bahavai Yegi Acheshki. Why would you put it in Lamata Meisara? That, that it's being Megala, that that's what it is. Which means if it's our light that we create, we can't put a Lamata Meisara because we're creating. You build the Sukkah, you have to build the Sukkah, Lamala Meisara. You can't build the Sukkah, Lamata Meisara because the Shechina is not Yerud there. But that's only in the world of that's the In the world of Olam, in the world of creation, what we do can't be Yerid Lamata Misara. But the Magla of the Nase of Hanukkah is that it was a Nase that they, they did, they had one Pach Shaman and it just lit and lit and lit and lit for eight days. The Mala from anything they could have done, it is the Bechin of Shmoyna, the Mala Menatava, it is the Mala Menestalshalas, it is that ability to be able to be Magala, the Rabbanishalab, in the place of Lamata Misara. In the place of Avayi Cheshki. That's the Nase of Hanukkah. The Nase of Hanukkah is that we're holding in a place of Cheshik Al Pnei Tahim, Klaus on that dark, and every single one of us, when we come tomorrow night to light, to light in there, we're standing and we're saying, Rabbanisham, Nerashem Nishmas Adam. Rabbanisham, we would love when we, when we you know, rolled the wicks and when we poured the oil on top, which is the Shaman, which is able to create the we would love that we'd be holding a place of Yuri Ilav, we'd be able to see you constantly, we'd be able to live in the Derusari Shainim of Kule Zakai, we'd be able to live in existence in which it was so clear to, clear to us that Zabarshim, we don't live in those generations. We live in the Derusachranim, we live in the Dar Ikusad Mashika, we live in Bakhishahnaitahim, we live in a confusing place where one day we're Kula Zakai, the next day we're Kula Chayev. One day we're doing exactly what the Rabbanisham does, the next day we're fighting and, and, and we're doing everything connected what we what we know the Rabbanisham wants. We're living in a Door of confusion. We say, Rabbanu Shem, Nerashem Nishmas Adam. We don't have Ki Ate Neiri Hashem. We don't have. We haven't created that anymore. What we beg the Rabbanu Shem when we light the Chanukah Neiris, and this is the might of the Chanukah Menorah, is Vahavaya Yigi Echeshki. The Vahavaya the Rabbanu Shem is going to be Echeshki. There's no Ata anymore. It's Vahavaya Yigi Echeshki. The Vav, the Vav that is the Moisef. That Vav Yisafa is the Vahavaya. That level of Avaya Lamalam. We say there's Talshlas is Yigi Echeshki lights up the Chayshech. That's in my life. And let's just see the last paragraph. We just brings it to Hanukkah. The Yivanim came into the Hechel. Hechel, who beginas, Hechel, who beginas, Moyach, who beginas, Moyach, he kol. The Gematria, the Gematria, Nefesh Bahamas. Meaning what? That the, what is Hechel? So he says that Hechel is He Yud, Chaf Lamed. Right again, he's being medayik in the lashon of Gemara. It says because she nechnas to Yevanim beheichel. What's the heichel? The heichel is hey yud chaflama. What's what is hey yud? So hey yud represents bina and chachma, right? Yud k represents yud is chachma, hey is bina. So hey is the way that you take if you have the letter hey and you want to spell it out. There's two ways to really do it. You can do hey hey or hey yud. Right? Hey yud represents hey represents bina. And what's inside of bina? It's chachma. The, hey, the yud. Is if you if you take a letter and you expand it, if you take a word and you a letter and you expand it, you're seeing what the panemius of that letter is. What's the panemius of the hay, which is bina? Is the yud. Right? So the yud becomes the hechel. Hechel means it's that which holds on 
to the uh, holds on to the what's it called to the um, to the to the letter to the letter to the bina to the chachma is bina becomes that keli for the for the for the chachma that's there. So they went into that place of the chachma chitzani. They went in there. There are people who are machish in the whole concept of nevuah. What did they do? They went into the heichel. Heichel means they went to the place of bina, bina, which is holding on to chachma. They went to that place of the heichel, that place of the bina and the chachma, which is the chachma ilah, which is the yiri ilah, which is what we're supposed to be having. They were metamek kolashmanim shemenes bechinis chachmas kodesh, like we said. That's what they wanted to be machish the Torah. Doesn't just mean they wanted to forget the Torah. They wanted us to forget that the fact that there's a yichud between the guf and the neshama. The nais happened with the pachshal shemen that the chesam shal kain gadol. Dikna the kahana rabba. It's the it's the secret of the, the zakin of the kahana rabba. Who's the kahana rabba? The kain gadol. Meaning what? That koyin represents chesed. Right? We mentioned many times before. The zera kodesh says that a koyin is chesed and a levi is din. What's the kain gadol? It's called the rav chesed. There's a midah which is called Rav Chesed. There's Chesed and there's Rav Chesed. Mordechai Tzadik is the Rav Chesed. There's a midah which is called Rav Chesed. Rav Chesed means that there's Chesed based on, even though Chesed is Be'etzim, just a Chesed, but it's, this is a Chesed which is a Rav Chesed, which means it's a, a level of Chesed which is Lamalame Seder Stalshlos. There's a Chesed which is based on Seder Stalshlos, which even though you're right, Chesed is not based on our actions, but there is some aspect of it being being. You know, a, there's a recipient who has done something to receive the chesed. Maybe it's more than he's done to receive, but it's a level of some aspect of giving because the person has done something. Rav chesed is, is a much higher level. Rav chesed is chesed, which is lamal. We say there's talshas. The pach shel shemen, the nace of Hanukkah, happened in a way that it was sealed with the chesed shel koyin gadol. Koyin, who is a gadol. The, the chesed, but not regular type of chesed, a regular koyin, because that's not enough. That only, only works in Kiyata Neri Havaya. It only works in the first level that you can get the chesed. In order to get the, in order to be able to bring down the light to Lamata Meisar, to bring down the light of Hanukkah to the place of the Chayshik Hapanei it only works with that level of koyin gadol. Dikna the Kahana Rabba Chesed Elyon, Bahalin is Aaron is a Neris. Aaron is Shishbina the Machinusa. She a Hava Habal Malamala, the Serusa de Laila. We men with Liko Kola Chesyavan. She a Machshava, the Zaina Midas. It's the Machshava together with the Zain Midas. Shetiana me Iris Baura Hava Habal Malamala, Belia Serusa Latata. The Mile of Hanukkah is that light shining, that light of the Chachma getting together, the Chachma and the Bina getting together with the Zain Midas and shining in a way, Belia Serusa Latata. Even Bechin is Vav, but they serve as Vava or Yoina, Shalamala Malam and Stalsh. It comes in a way which is the malam neshalshlos, the havaya yegecheshki. Middle, that was the ikur nesef chanukah. The ikur nesef chanukah was it was kain gadol. It was that level which is the malam eseder neshalshlos, which is him lighting it or the seal. No, the seal. The seal was was that, which means that that's that's what they found. And then the, the lighting, which are, which then was lit at that time and is lit now by every single yid, is that lighting of the lighting, which is the havaya gecheshki. That light of havaya la milo meseder neshalshlos, which allow, which allows the the Kayach of Havarabah, the Kayach of the Rabban Shalom, which is Liyasurustalatata, to come down, that's the Kayach, that's the Kayach of the Nesav Chanukah. That's, that's why there's, there's many of the, many of the, many to say the Kapitol and Tehillim, where we say, Keshemana Toiv, Ala Roish, Yerud Ala Zkan Zkan Aaron. It's a part of the one in Shermalis. We say many people have the minute to say it after after the after it's in Lach that the the Taich is very Taich. You know, it, according to this, means Keshemana Toiv. What's the Shemana Toiv? Shemana Toiv represents Chachma, but the ultimate Chachma, which means Chachma, which is the Malam. We say there's Talshalos Al Harish. Al Harish means above the Rosh. Rosh represents Chachma. This is Al Harish, which means Lamalam. We say there's Talshalos Yirid, which means it comes down. That's Chanukah. That Keshemen Hatoiv Yirid. Keshemen Hatoiv Al Harish. The Shemana Toiv is Al Harish Yirid. Allah Zakan, Zakan represents a Pizerika, this represents the Yudgimel points on the face. The Yudgimel points of the Dikna, which he mentioned over here, is the Dikna of the, the, Dikna of the Kain Gadol, which represents Yudgimel Midas Arachimim. So the Shemen comes down from Al Harosh down to here, down to, down to the Zakan, Zakan Aaron. Aaron Akain is the one that is, is that level of that level of the Yichr, which comes to be able to create. And that's the Iker my love, what takes place in Hanukkah. The my love Hanukkah is this Yichr between Gofen and Neshama, but the Malam is Seder Shalashlos, not in a way that we've done anything to deserve it. In a way that Taka, Reiv of Reiv of Klali, so at that time, was Taki Misiavdim. Reiv Klali, so they don't answer the call of Mila Shem So why would they say Because of a minimum 12, I guess I exactly how many people went to fight the fight as Machlaikas and Chazal. It wasn't a large amount. It was minimal, minimal. 
minimal amount of people. Under 100 for sure, minimal, minimal amount of people. So why would they say Chatzot Shanais? Because the Nase of Chanukah is a Malam Yisader Shalshas. That's the model of the Nase of Chanukah. It's, the, it's that Nerevai Nishmas Adam, which is done for our Dur. And then it's this Dur, and that's why we Dafka needed it. These are the Duris. We know, we know, we know Chanukah and Purim are, are, are given over to the Dur, the Duris of Gullus, the Duris that don't have the ability to exist from Sukkot to Pesach. We can't make it from Sukkot to Pesach. Our Dur, we need the light of Chanukah so badly. Dafka, the beginning of the winter, the time that it's dark outside, it's four or five o'clock, and it's pitch black outside, and, it's, and, and, and a Yid feels that place of the Duris Achroinim. Where one day I'm Amish at Kulizaka, the next day I'm Kulichayev. One day I'm Amish feel like I'm, I'm on fire, and the next day I feel like I'm, I'm all the way down on Shaltachtas. That's where the Ner Havaya comes in. The Ner Havaya comes in that even if we didn't do it, Kata Yoraneri, even if we're not the first level, it's Vavaya Gecheshki. That my love, Havaya, Lamala may say there's That's the beauty of Chanukah. And again, that, that, that's this inning of the Kayin Gadol. That's this inning that, and every year Zaycha to this, it's Kedai to sit and to be Mizbainen. When you sip of the flames tomorrow night, you sip of the, you sip of the, sip of the manure tomorrow night, to think. To look at the look at the candle, to look at the light, to recognize the chalakam of the of the candle that are there, chalakam of the flame that are there, to recognize what the wick represents, what the oil represents, to recognize that even if I'm not zaycha, I am my own. Don't have the ability to be able to draw down the oil to the wick to be able to make that beautiful flame. I can't do it on my own. I can't. If the bunch of it's it's impossible. It's impossible now we're there. But this is goofy with the light of Hanukkah is. It comes from Matame Sarah, comes all the way down in the chayshech and the darkness. It comes from a gala to a yid. That vavai, that milo of vahavaya, you get cheshki that the bunch of lights up the chayshach. So much time we should be zeicha to be makabel this earth. The earth of the malam we say there's talshos. The earth of Chanukah. It's, again, it's it's not, and that's why there's so little to do in Chanukah because it's not it's not a gashmidika Indian. It's not something that you can do. It, it's something which you just have to be able to sit, to be misbeinin, and to think and to recognize and to contemplate and to have a muna that it's matthias. That's what's happening. The bunch shining down his light on you. you. Just sit there and be makabel the ar, recognize the ar, look at the ar, see the ar. Be misakin einayim. The einayim have to do with the Indian of chitzonius. When a person looks at the world and wave chitzonius, pagam einayim. When a person not shemers and he says looking at chitzonius, it's a ticket for the shmiras einayim. The svar makadoshim say when a person stares at the candles, be misakin any pagam einayim he had throughout the year. Sit there, you stare at the candles, and you say, I want to live a life of panemius. I want to live a life in which I'm able to see the rabbanishim and everything, but I can't do it on my own rabbanishim. I can't. I push. I can't do it. I need it to shine the light down to the place of cheshech, down to the place of matam esara. to be miachid, the gufun and the for once and for all, which is the yichud of Mashiach. to be to fill the world with the das of the rabbanishim.